Hello, mystics, and welcome to the second episode of The Way of the Mystic. I'm your host, the Mystic Mage, and today we're going to be talking about meditation. As you saw in the title, yeah, I meditate, sort of. (laughs) I really do try. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to get your consensus on something, or rather your opinion. I got into um, a friendly debate with my partner recently, love him to death, Uh, but we were debating whether or not Baby Yoda could be called Baby Yoda, okay? And now I know this has absolutely nothing to do with what the podcast is about, but I'm just curious. So, for those of you out there that are a Star Wars geek like me, you may have seen The Mandalorian in which there is a tiny little baby known as The Child, aka Grogu, aka Baby Yoda. Now, I'm just going to say this here. My take on this is that because we never really know what species Yoda is, and now for those of you that actually read the comics, please feel free to chime in, send me questions, send me comments, anything, so that way I know what Yoda actually is. Uh, I never did read the comics. I was only the movie buff. So, if you watch the movies, if you've seen The Mandalorian, We know that there's the child, looks just like Yoda, right? The wise old Jedi master from the original Star Wars franchise. To me, because we never knew what Yoda was, associating Grogu with Yoda and calling him Baby Yoda, in my mind, equates to, well, this is a baby of whatever creature Yoda is, ergo Baby Yoda. To my partner, though, he says, you're basically telling me that if there was, you know, one of me... And then another one of me and an alien came down to Earth and said, oh, look, there's a, you know, there's a humanoid. Oh, look, there's humanoid number two. There's a baby humanoid, even though it's two completely different people. He's saying basically that two plus two equals six. I don't understand that. (laughs) In my mind, Grogu will always be Baby Yoda because we are associating him with whatever creature Yoda is. And since we don't know what Yoda was at least I don't, uh, calling Grogu a baby Yoda makes perfect sense to me. Can somebody, can somebody, (laughs) can somebody please chime in here? Anybody, send me comments, send me messages, you know, send me questions. Please use the voice, uh, the voice question link in this episode. It'd be fantastic to hear what you have to think. Okay, enough on that rant. Who's ready to talk about meditation? Okay, so what is meditation? According to Wikipedia, the definition of meditation is a practice in which an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm, stable state. Okay. In layman's terms, uh, it means to engage in contemplation or reflection. Now, the history of meditation goes back and dates back centuries. Uh, It can be found in the 
I believe it's pronounced Upanishads of Hindu philosophy, um, and it plays a significant role in the salient repertoire of Buddhism and Hinduism. It can also be found in Taoism, and the descriptions of meditation within these religions include, but aren't limited to, uh, serenity and tranquility, which steadies, unifies, and concentrates the mind. Basically, helping to become calm and concentrated and perceiving the self within oneself. Now, typically meditation involves concentration and visualization. Now for me, I gotta say this, I had a really hard time uh, getting on board with the word visualization. It was definitely a huge block for me in which I just could not, if somebody told me to visualize something, I just could not do it. Like the word itself was so daunting for me. Um, so when people ask me today, how do you describe visualization? I refer to it as my imagination. I'm going to imagine seeing this thing in front of me, or I'm going to imagine this feeling or whatever it is. Uh, when they say visualize, I'm translating that into imagining. So now there are many different types of meditation and in my research I've discovered about 16 different types of meditation so far uh, that include guided versus unguided, calming versus insight, there's Zen meditation, mantra meditation, yoga meditation, chakra meditation, transcendental meditation. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, basically, they can be broken down into two main categories and they're very broad in their definitions. Okay. Uh, so there's focused, which is concentrative, right? So focusing on your breath, bringing your attention to yourself, clearing your mind, being with the here and the now. Uh, and then there's open monitoring, also known as mindfulness, uh, where it doesn't necessarily focus on one thing, like your breathing or, you know, like how your toes feel or however you want to describe that. Um, but basically, it instead is is a practice in which you are open to whatever arises for you, okay? Whatever feelings come up, whatever imagery comes up, anything, you accept it for what it is and you don't try to push it away. So that would be mindfulness. And focus is gonna be more, again, paying attention to the breath um, and you know, just focusing on your inhale and then your exhale. Um, now there are methods known as the no thought method where the practitioner is alert, aware, and in control of their faculties, but they don't experience unwanted thought activity. So essentially this is what everybody tries to, or at least the people that I've spoken with um, in my doing my research for this particular episode, that they are trying to completely clear their mind and they are complete control of being in that moment, they don't have a singular thought, they can push it away, their mind is completely clear, they're not thinking about anything, they're just present. Now for me, that is the hardest thing to do. And I feel like when I started my practice of meditation, um, trying to clear my mind was the absolute hardest, hardest thing for me because I think about a lot of things and my mind loves to create stories <laughs> when I'm trying to be in a focused state. Uh, we'll get more into that here in just a minute. But um, so how would you know what method is right for you? 
Now I did a poll on Instagram and I did a poll at work with a few of my lovely mystic coworkers um, that were so generous and gracious to just share their experiences with me. And according to the poll on Instagram, about 38% of you prefer focused meditation, i.e. focusing on your breath, your breathing, your inhale and your exhale. Um, 38% of you preferred mindfulness. Um, so again, that's allowing whatever feelings, imagery, emotions, whatever it may be, you're allowing that to come up for you and you're accepting that as it is. And then about 25% of you uh, preferred guided meditations. Now I'm kind of in the mix of all three of these, I've realized, because um, I do some meditations in which I am focusing on my breath. But again, I don't know, for me, it's 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 very hard because when I focus on my breathing, then something else pops up into my mind and then I, you know, I beat myself up for, oh man, I'm not, I'm not staying focused. <laughs> um, mindfulness, now I've been practicing mindfulness meditation, I wanna say more so lately than in the recent past, we'll just say. Um, I find that allowing whatever imagery comes through or whatever feelings, emotions, thoughts, whatever comes through and then Paying attention to the themes behind those things uh, has been super helpful for me. And then when I'm done with my meditation, I typically will write it down. I also really like guided meditations. Uh, there's quite a few that I listen to um, that I find super, super helpful. And, and again, it's whatever method you think is going to work for you, right? Um, from what I've been told, some people will meditate at night using a combination of all the methods that have been mentioned, focusing on gratitude, visualizing, releasing what no longer serves them. And some are, from what I've been told, wanting to learn how to just even begin a practice and, and clear their brain, um, clear their mind of all of these crazy thoughts that come up or just to clear it in general so that way they can start a practice. And some people have no idea where to begin. Now, one thing that I've noticed when it comes to meditation is that a lot of people uh, will start their practice and then get discouraged when the monkey brain sets in or what I like to call the body's response to breaking routine. Uh, so think like pins and needles, right? So you're laying there and you're trying to focus and then all of a sudden your body is like sending these little stabbing pins and needles or making you itchy somewhere. It's basically the body's response to, oh my God, I'm going to die just lying still here, right? <laughs> Um, so that is what I have noticed. And I will say this, I deal with that a lot. When I try to meditate, and here's the key word here, when I try, okay, when I make that plan, I'm going to meditate right now, and I lay down and I try to do that, you know, I'm trying to do the thing, I'm trying to stay focused, I'm trying to stay in that moment of my practice, and my body's just like, what are you doing to me? Why are you doing this? We need to get up, we need to do something. And I find it interesting because I could be laying there watching TV doing absolutely, you know, nothing really except for watching TV and my body's totally fine. But the minute that I try to go into this space for meditation, then my body's freaking out, right? So that's what I mean when I say monkey brain. <laughs> you can't really equate it to anything else except for all the chatter that goes on in your brain and your body's like trying to get you to do something that it's used to, right? Meditation is out of the norm in this particular instance. So 
how do we combat the monkey brain? How do we combat this? Now, the other day I was watching something by Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is a neuro neuroscientist, excuse me, who is leading a revolutionary study when it comes to meditation, the effect that it has on the brain, on the body, once you actually train your body to not basically be the mind, right? So your body is no longer in control. He uses science to demystify the mystic and has, I mean, just paved the way uh, for people like you and me to create their dream life just through the, ma the basis of meditation. Um, he has a very specific breathing technique that I have tried before. And if you haven't and you're not familiar, definitely check out his book, Becoming Supernatural. He has a whole series about Becoming Supernatural on Gaia TV where he breaks it down and shows you the science. Um, that is super beneficial. I've actually tried this breathing technique. It's not for the faint of heart. It is something that is very intense. Um, and you have to be able to let go of the idea of control and just ride that wave. But the moment that you do, oh my goodness, I highly, highly recommend. Uh, but what he had said in this particular video that I watched of his uh, was that anytime that your mind water wanders, and you bring it back to the present now, AKA the quantum, celebrate that victory. So let's say, oh, you're, you know, you're trying to meditate, you're doing the focused practice where you're focusing on your breathing, and then all of a sudden your brain goes to all of the things on your to-do list. If you recognize that and you bring that back and say, no, 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 we're gonna come right back and you start focusing on your breath again, focus, on that victory celebrate that that is a win right because you're retraining your mind you're retraining your body to stay in this practice and again this is why they call it a practice it's not going to be easy it's not going to be one of those moments where you just stop and say oh i can meditate now no no it takes effort you have to try at it every chance that you can whenever you decide to meditate it does take practice which is why it's called a practice okay so how do we how do we even begin to start meditating all right here's here's some of the tips that i have for you um start small start with five minutes it doesn't have to be this prolonged thing where you go 30 minutes to an hour you can just take five minutes of mindfulness or five minutes of focused breathing and that's it start there and then gradually build up to that 30 minutes or that hour or whatever you want. Um, try different methods. Find the one that works best for you, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I can do this, okay? It could be something as simple as just going for a walk and not thinking about anything else except for your surroundings, right? I know that I've gone on multiple walks and I will have amazing experiences uh, where I can visualize certain things. <laughs> uh, see, I said the word. Uh, where I'm imagining certain things or I'm seeing it happen before my eyes, like I'm seeing what the possibilities are. So start small, build up gradually, find a method that works for you, try different techniques. Now, here's something that I was told recently by my spirit guides um, that really just made me feel so much better about my practice. If it feels forced, 
don't do it. If you're laying there or sitting there or you're taking that moment for your practice and you just cannot get your mind to quit, you cannot get into that space, don't do it. It's not the right time for you to do it. And that's totally okay. Make sure to give yourself grace, okay? This is the biggest thing that I want to make sure all of you who are listening take the time out to give yourself grace. It's okay. It's okay to say, you know what, I can't do this right now. I'm trying and it's not working. If you have to try that hard, it's not the right time to do it. And this is something that has totally helped me and made me just feel so much better and unburden myself and removed the guilt and the shame that I feel when I can't meditate in my mind. Um, So definitely just make sure to give yourself some grace. If the monkey brain pipes up or your body tries to distract you like the itchies or the pins and needles or whatever it may be, and you are able to bring your focus back to the now and say, no, 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 we're going to, we're going to come right back. Yeah, I hear you pipe down. I'm going to, you know, get up here in just a moment and I'll be able to, I'll get you some water here in just a moment or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, And you refocus back to that present moment in your practice. That's a victory. Celebrate that. Be proud of that because you were able to retrain your mind. You were able to retrain your body and come back to that moment and to basically be successful and say, no, no, we're going to come right back. I'm meditating right now. This is my time. This is what I'm going to do. You can pipe down, you know, and you eventually, the more that you practice that, the easier it will be. So I hope all of this information was was super helpful for you. Um, Please feel free to leave me any voice messages, leave any comments, let me know how your practice is going. I really, really want to know. And I... I hope and wish you all the best in this journey. And like I said, find what works best for you and just run with it and give yourself grace. I hope you all have a fantastic day and I will catch you in the next episode. Namaste.